Connection through conversation. Join self-described conversationalist Stacy Heller as she talks with guests about topics and ideas that are sometimes informational, sometimes inspirational, and always entertaining on Stacy Connects. Hey everybody, welcome to Stacy Connects. I am your host, Stacy Heller. I would like to say happy birthday to Annie. Happy anniversary to my brother Peter and his bride of 27 years, Skye. So the same day that Annie was born is the same day that Peter and Skye got married, which is also Valentine's Day. So as I was just saying to Eric before we got started, Valentine's Day ceased to exist 27 years ago. For you. Well, for me. And I mean, honestly, I think Pete was like, best gift ever. (laughs) Because... He's really taken that to heart. Like, I still get a card, and uh, he's like, oh, right, right, right. I'm like, you're not that off the hook. But anyway, it's fine. So happy Valentine's Day. And to you. Thank you. And with your spirit. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's, it's the response at church. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was just a knee-jerk reaction. Anyway, so hey, Stacy Connects is uh, not really a religious show. When typically. I was going to church, it was, <laughs> and it also was, with you, and also with you, yeah. Right, it's changed. They've they've updated it. They have updated. Okay. Yes. So hence the at, confusion on my face. Yes. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> so today I am doing the Lord's work Very and good. with your spirit. Uh, anyway, so Stacy Connects, as I said, is typically not a terribly religious show. Um, it is a show, though, about making connections through conversation. It's about asking questions instead of making assumptions. And it's about engaging with the elephant in any room. Uh, today's elephant would be the fact that I have not yet wished mom and the glop. A happy Valentine's Day. So, hey, ladies, happy Valentine's Day. You are loved by me and many. Um, whether you listen to the show live or you listen later via podcast, thank you so much for your support. I truly do appreciate it. And uh, if you would like to call in, you can do so. Call the number 425-373-5527. Otherwise, you can text or call Four seven five nine 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 two seven two six. The area codes are so similar that I'm like, I probably should have picked a different number for the call and leave a voicemail text thing. Maybe that's why I don't hear from anybody. Maybe that's why my 12, 13 listeners are not constantly calling and texting me. That's what it is. Surely. Whatever. Uh, so my guest today, uh, is going to be a little bit late, so I will wait before I introduce him and I will tell you about some of my conversations and observations from the past week. So one of them is, uh, there is a gal that I know through the BNI group that I'm in. It's a networking group and she is young. She's in her twenties. And she lives on her own. And with the networking group, B&I, the idea is that you have one-to-ones and you network and, you know, like, hey, what are you working on? Hey, what are you working on? Anyway, uh, we had the one-to-one together last week at her apartment because 
our daughter Annie was getting rid of a bar cart, and so I offered it to Peyton, and she was like, that's great. Well, poor Peyton, uh, I basically, like, ambushed her. Clearly, I am desperate for my children to want my decorating help. It sort of reminded me of how mom is when she comes to visit. And she has all kinds of opinions and ideas and like, let me make your house a home. And I think Peyton was like, what is going on? However, she was very kind and she let me do my thing and we chatted and I got to putter and hopefully she liked what I did. I just walked away and I thought, man, I just ambushed her. I don't know if that's cool or not. Um, So I did send her a text to apologize and also a link to a really cute lamp that I think she should get. (laughs) So I don't know that I actually learned my lesson, Um, but it was really fun. And clearly I am just desperate for someone to need my decorating help. So if any of my listeners are out there and you're looking for some decorating help, like let me know, because honestly, I would totally come over and tell you what to do. Um, Okay, next thing. So a group of my friends and I, we get together just about once a week for what we have started to call family dinners. We are a group of uh, five different couples. Our kids overlap in some way or another. Our kids are mostly out of the house um, or they're sort of bridging the gap. Uh, Like, you know, they've gone off to college, but uh, maybe they're local and they come by a lot or they're living at home taking classes or something like that. Anyway, um, it has been very interesting getting together now that we're in the age and stage where we are and having conversations about what's next and where our kids are. Uh, When you're in the thick of it, I feel like parents play their cards so close to the vest and they don't really want to talk about what's going on with their kids and the vulnerabilities or how your kid is doing or, you know, just the, the things that you're worrying about. And once your kids launch or are all but launched, you're sort of like, I'm tired. Are you tired too? Like, it's a lot. And it's a really, really nice place to be in with your friends, uh, people that, you know, you don't want to have to posture with. You don't want to have to um, put your best foot forward all the time. You don't want to have to, you know, keep it together or whatever. And so I just want to say whatever age and stage you are at, if you have a group of friends like I know mom does with the glop and with the people that she spends so much time with at Penswood. It's a group of people that you can be at your best and you can be at your worst and they've got your back. And I have come to appreciate that so much because, man, it's not easy getting old. And I'm not even old. I mean, comparatively. Um, okay. The last thing that I want to share is... Uh, A friend of mine, I chatted with her over the weekend, and she might be listening today, and we were having a uh, a heart-to-heart conversation, and something that she said uh, stuck with me, and so I was like, oh my gosh, this is, like, this needs to be the name of a podcast. I mean, honestly, the number of things that I could name for a podcast far outweigh the number of podcasts that should be out there because there's just so many good names. Um, 
And is it wrong to have a podcast if just two people listen to it and it's the two people that are doing it? Like, I mean, I would say no. Um, so we were chatting about something and a choice that she made. And she said, um, I did it at a blind panic, no refund. And I was like, holy cow, how many choices do we all make on a regular basis that we do in a blind panic and there's no refund? Whether it's a professional choice or a personal choice, uh, it's what you choose to wear someplace, um, it's, you know, any number of things that you do. And you do it because you sort of feel cornered and... And there's no refund in whatever it is. You don't get your time back. You don't get your money back. You don't get your energy back. Uh, you know, who knows? And it led me into uh, my Staceyism, which she and I had a good chuckle about because I was talking about how when you hold on to stuff for too long, like lately when I've been talking about mental health and and the fact that I've been going through stuff and um I've shared that I found that I was stuffing things for a really long time. And then you find that you can't stuff it down anymore. And it starts to come up and it seeps out. And so I was sharing this with my friend and I was saying that it's like it's like it seeps out behind your polite attempt at not vomiting. Like, have you ever been so sick or so drunk that you put your hand in front of your mouth and... Like, it's not going to keep the vomit in. Like, it's coming. <laughs> like, you know the visual that I'm talking about. And it's sure. like, you're trying to be like, well, and it just starts to come out. Exactly. So my guest is here, and he's uh, he's making uh, he's motions trying not to stuff. vomit. No, he's I'm trying kidding. not to vomit. <laughs> so uh, surprise, everybody. My guest today is Brian Brooks. Hi, Brian. Uh, hello, hello. How you doing? I'm you... good. Welcome back <laughs> to the show. So yeah. I'm talking about uh, a friend of mine and how we had a conversation, a heart to heart over the weekend. And this whole like, this this phrase that she said, blind panic, no refund. I'm like, man, how true is that in so many things in our lives? Right. We do things in a blind panic and, you know, there's no refund. And sometimes those things really work out. And it's like, well, that's okay. I don't need a refund. And other times we're like, oh, man, you know, I, like I don't get that time back. I don't get whatever that is back. And uh, the blind panic part, it's like, all right, you know, is it a blind panic or is it maybe you're just uh, taking a risk? Maybe you're just taking the leap. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I th Those... <laughs> Those, that phrase kind of resonates right now, at least in my life, because it's, you know, I, 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 I am a person who way overcommits right. to every project. So, hey, Brian, do you want to do this? Yes. Oh, hey, uh, two days later, do you want to do this? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do this? Uh -huh. and, then, and then the next four months, I am like committed and I, I blindly commit to a lot of things. Right. Well, and, and, you know, and some of it is like you, you, the spirit is there, right? And you're like, yeah, I want to help out. And so then you're like, oh man, you know, now I'm committed. And then other things, you know, I think we get 
stuck in a corner and we're like, okay, so the blind panic part is like, I've got to react in some way. And so it's more of a, like a, a responsive or a reflexive thing than, um, or maybe reactive is the word instead of proactive. So, you know, anyway, um, but it, it just made me think about, you know, she and I got in such a fit of giggles when I was like talking about these, we were having this very serious conversation and I'm not really good at serious for too long. And so then I was talking about how I started to realize that I stuff a lot of things down. And, and then in one of my sessions with my therapist, I told her about this situation and, uh, and she was like, you know, you're not the hero of this story, right? Like that was not a good way to react. And it's great that you're not stuffing stuff down, but it's now starting to seep out the edges. And so I was telling my friend about this and, you know, and I was like, it reminds me of when, you know, you're going to get sick and you've got your hand up and it's just kind of like, you know, you're going to blow. And so, um, so anyway, I guess the moral of the story or the Staceyism is that, Uh, You probably need to find a healthy way to empty all of the stuff that's building up and find a good receptacle for it, Uh, whether that's a therapist or a friend or whatever it is you need to do. uh, You need to release some stuff before you politely vomit all over someone. Uh, Yeah, I was going to go for the vomit part. Um, Yeah. Just just if if you put it in a bucket, then then it's fine. Right. Kick it to the side. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you have to get it out. Like, yes. it's not about keeping it in. It's just that you have to find a healthy way to do it and, like, you know, kind of make it happen that way. So, anyway, um, okay, so that's my Stasiism. So, I didn't tell, thank you. Thank you very much. You're so kind. I didn't say who my guest was today. You have been a guest on the show before and you're back. And, I didn't have a guest and I was like, who should come on Valentine's Day? And I was like, oh, I know, like my first real significant relationship. (laughs) And, (laughs) you know, I'm like pizza to meeting, like, sure, why not? And you and I have kept in touch and uh, we were especially in touch over this weekend because sadly, one of the founding members of De La Soul died this past weekend. Yeah. So uh, rest in peace, true boy. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that is, um, I mean, Three Feet High and Rising is an album that you had introduced to me. You introduced so much rap and hip hop to me and uh, something that has stayed with me and that I have continued to love. And my kids are big fans. Um, And it makes me laugh because they're like, you don't like appreciate any of this stuff. And I'm like, seriously? Like, Like, do you know? Like you know the things I know anyway. Um, but that, that album in particular is like, I think I know most of the words to all the songs and all the little like random sketches in between. And, you know, just the whole thing. I, I bought the CD and I have it in my car with my CD player that's in the glove box. Cause you know, cars don't have CD players anymore. Um, yeah. And right. <laughs> I did hear, though, that uh, not only are they releasing the vinyl that you had uh, brought to my attention, but they're also releasing on streaming platforms as of March 3rd. Yeah. So, yeah. They, I, I, yeah. So, uh, yeah, they they announced a deal that, yeah, because 
So, and I was trying to do my, my day law research and they, at one point, they actually released all of their content for, um, for, for download limited time only. And it was maybe five or six years ago. Don't, don't quote me. And I know people are going to chime in and you could have gotten. You're assuming that people are listening, by the way. Oh. Oh, I'm here. So. <laughs> Perfect. So don't chime in on yourself. <laughs> so, so, uh, no, they, uh, and, and they were very anti, they were anti-streaming for a, a, a little bit. And then, yeah, they, they released all their content uh, for free. I think also the Beastie Boys, some artists did it as well. Just release the content. It's, it's not, we're not making money off it. And let's, right. let's, not leave, let's not leave it up to the record companies to not, make money off of it i guess uh, yeah i don't yeah. know yeah but yeah, yeah they're uh, yeah they're they're they're, op- they're they're opening up their 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 catalog to streaming is i'm super excited i obviously i purchased all of the triple vi- the double vinyl and you went with the uh, yellow one but you didn't tell me about the magenta one so i was talking to a friend about this okay by like, the way folks it's a three <laughs> a uh, vinyl collection and the the vinyls themselves you can get it in yellow or like a pink like shocking pink or magenta color yeah and i i had a conversation with somebody because i was like hey you, you better get it now and it's released on the third i think i'm not a yep march third i'm not i'm not making any s- yeah not sponsored just happy that people love Dela, but uh, yeah, and 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 uh, a friend of mine he purchased the magenta, and I was like, I was like, but the album cover is yellow. Yeah, but it had, but it had hot pink flowers. Yeah, but I, I I'm don't with know, you. Maybe, I like the yellow maybe, better. Maybe I'm a little matchy matchy, but like I I I I ordered the the yellow. I like the yellow too. And I was talking to my brother Peter about it because he actually uh, he sent me a note and he was like, "Hey, you know, I I hear he died." And I he's like, "I'm really sorry." And I was like, "I can't believe I'm getting condolences." But that shows you <laughs> right. how much people know that you know I was a fan. And so I sent him the link and I was like, "Check this out." And uh, I had sent him the link really quickly and it was the link to the hot pink one. And he was like, the yellow one's cooler. And I was like, I know, I'm getting the yellow one. <laughs> and they also have a, they also have a double cassette too for sale. And they, they're releasing for all the really cool kids right. with their, with their Walkmans. Um, I know. It's, a, it's like a double, ca- like a double cassette. <laughs> I know. I'm sort of like, I don't even know. It's hard enough, like, finding a CD player. Like, our car happens to have in the glove box, like, you know, a single CD player. And I was like, okay, this is cool. Only a single, not a five? Not changer. a five-disc changer that's in the trunk. No. Nope, not anymore. Um, anyway, so if you don't know what we're talking about with the music, like, this is a group that, uh, yes, it's rap and hip hop, but there was just a, like a joyful creativity. And this particular album that's called Three Feet High and Rising uh, was just this really fun symphony of like interesting sounds. And like they were just so joyful and creative and awesome. And I would guess I would consider Quest Love to be from the roots like, you know, a premier like voice on uh the hip hop genre. I mean, he put a documentary out about it, right? And he definitely, like, De La Soul, people are like, yeah, this is a legit group. And they're 
that album in particular is one that uh, really influenced a lot of future musicians. So anyway, that's what we're talking about. Um, But what we're talking about for the show today (laughs) is uh, I figured, you know, you and I dated a long time ago and you've got like beard long. Yeah. Well, no, I think longer than your beard uh, (laughs) long ago. And you've got younger kids than I have. And so I just thought, how much have things changed? And, you know, what's the perspective of uh, romance in 2023 when you're the parent uh, and all of that? So let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, uh, we're going to chat with Brian Brooks. We'll be right back. Have you ever considered working with an image consultant or stylist, but were worried about what the experience would be like? If that sounds like you, then Michael Bruce Image Consulting is here to help. They've worked with thousands of people, and many of those individuals have shared their experiences by way of style stories. Go to michaelbruceimageconsulting.com slash style stories and check out what their delighted clients have to say about their experiences. Stacy Connects, it's not just my business, it's my superpower. Whether you need the right tone and messaging for a new venture, or you've plateaued with your current one, I can help. I connect clients with themselves and their potential. Then I identify unique solutions that translate your brand into messaging that connects your target audience with your business. Go to stacyconnects.com to connect with me and your messaging. Get your daily dose of variety. Alternative Talk, 1150. Hey, welcome back to Stacy Connects again. I am Stacy Heller, and my guest today is Brian Brooks. And Brian is, uh, I would say, I think you're the first boyfriend I ever had. Like, oh. for real. Well, you don't have to act like you were doing me a favor. <laughs> Um, but you know, like I'm, there were other people that I dated or whatever, but like, I think you and I dated for, I don't know, over a year, a couple of years. And it was probably like the first significant relationship that I had in my young adult life. And, um, and one of the things that, and I think we talked about this last time you were on one of the difficulties and I fully acknowledged it that I ran into is the fact that I'm white, you're black, and it's one of those things that I felt a lot of pressure as a kid um, from parental figures and from society in general, and I was like, I can't handle this. Like, I I can't handle. Um, and so I broke up with you. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Scarred. I don't think you were. You moved on really quick with that girl that you said was just a friend. Oh, yeah, but anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, and, and that's the reality uh, of that time. And for some people, it's still the reality when you have a mixed race couple, you and your wife are mixed race. Um, and I asked you during the break if you saw the movie, You People, and you were not a fan. And I'm curious well, let me, I will just say this. I watched it with Grace, uh, who is my 22-year-old, and 
my fear is that I am the Julia uh, Louis Dreyfus character, and that I'm like trying so hard to be like hi, that yeah. it's a lot. And uh, she, Grace, informed me that yes, in fact, I am sometimes like that, but not always. Um, <laughs> and so that was sort of depressing. Um, and I don't think that it was a rom com. I said this when I talked about it on the sh- uh, the show a couple of weeks ago. It was like a rom and like a rom commentary. Um, like it was trying yeah. to make a statement. So I will say there was a little bait and switch on it. Now, your thoughts. So I I I I heard the buzz about it and I was like, oh, this is great. I love Eddie Murphy. I love Jonah Hill. I mean, I the the, the production was like right on like right in a sweet spot. Great. Right. And Kenya Barris. Yeah, and and is going to be. I was like very excited. And I ran into some friends, and they're they're like, "Oh my gosh, you got to see this! This is this is the funniest thing ever." Fun. I was like, "Okay, great, kid. This is great. I'll I'll check it out." And I I watched it, and and I'm not going to say that the the con the the content in this story was really good, but I it, it seemed a little forced. And again, now now we're getting to our a, a film critique. Right, 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 <laughs> right, this. right. But I, I there were some there were some moments that were like very endearing, and it's like great. Um, yes, family, you know, family on both sides have have their issues. Um, the you know, you know, Louis Farrakhan. I don't want to spoil it. Anyway, uh, yeah, show, that, yeah, that I, was, was, I was like, I was like, it was it was tipping like way and right. way. And For I was sure. Like, <laughs> it was like, like, let's pile stuff on here. And yeah. like, yes, absolutely. But I, I mean, I don't I don't think they actually addressed any. Yeah, it was set in L.A. and that L.A. is a is a is a big town, and that's and and you you would you would kind of expect some pushback, but it, it, I don't I didn't feel it really addressed any of the um, multi uh, interracial couple ideas, except for the family piece. Yeah, well, for sure, it was about like the families, and like at the end of the day, what I what I took from it is that. You know, in talking about like you people, when you think about what it would be, it's like it could be the one family talking about the other family, right? Uh, really, it was sort of the kids saying it to their parents, like you people. Um, and, you know, the assumption being that it's like, you know, the Muslim family and the Jewish family are at each other's necks and, and, that that's where the prejudice would lie. And it's like it did go too far in some of the extreme things that each family, you know, was I mean, you know, the comparison of slavery and the Holocaust. Right. It's like, oh, yeah. OK, you, um, you know, that's not something that you're going to like <laughs> fight over, which is worse. Um, yeah. And and they went there. Here's the thing, though. I do think that some families think that their culture or their experience is somehow more valid or they're dismissive of others. And so at the end of the day, I did feel like I went into the movie expecting it to be family pit against family. And at the end it switched and it just felt like it was like the couple against the parents that are 
perpetuating this belief that like they can't be together. No, yeah, and that, and I mean, it was a, it was a definitely an honest, um, at least when uh, you know, in the relationship, they were honest with each other. They yeah, were, they were like, and it was it was the family um, against each other, and then the forces drawing them apart. And I totally get that, but I I I wish I wish there was be a little bit more ex- exploration around. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, just, I, right. just, I didn't get. I didn't. I. I. You know, when it was when I was hyped and I love. I and I and I was enjoying the, the idea of it. I just. I. I. I just wished it was more. You know, exploration around yeah. the, and 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 their interactions that 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 couples uh uh have when when they're like that. You know, I mean, right. it, was, it was funny that to see uh, Annie Murphy pulls him in the barbershop. Yeah, that, that's kind of cliche. Uh, and then, right. And then by, and vice versa. And go know, into with, the like the basketball ah, court and yeah. like yeah. different things like that. Um, and for those of you that haven't seen it, you know, it's it's very much like, it. yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's very much like, hey, kid, let me take you under my wing. And like, you know, in this particular movie, the character that Jonah Hill plays, he talks about he has a podcast uh, where he's talking about the culture. Uh, and, you know, so as somebody that feels like he is familiar with and knows about black culture, he's sort of like, don't I get a pass? Like, hey, you know, like, look at me. I'm big fan. Right. And there's a difference between being a big fan and actually being a person of color. <laughs> and so, you know, so it was just it was a very interesting thing. And, you know, I mean, you and I ran into that. You know, I uh, much like when uh, the couple decided to like, you know, this is too much pressure, like people fold all the time. Right. I'm in relationships because it gets so hard. And you and I, uh, we ran into that uh, all the time uh, with people that would see that we were dating and, and the perception. And if we ran into the police and things like that, you know, the assumption was like, hey, are you okay?" I'm like, yeah, I'm fine, actually. Right. So, um, did you and Deanne run into um, stuff with your families? I mean, I know your family wouldn't. No, I, I, I honestly, it was. Um, I I can tell you a really great story. I wish I had the camera in front of in in my in my space right now, but um, far from my my workspace. But. Um, there, there, there was a um, where. So we we had dated for a very long time. Yeah, it took and you a long that, time to ask her. Yeah, and I mean, this is ten years. Uh, you're uh, Hank McCloskey's. Yeah. Um, so, he's by uh, the way, you, everybody. He's like he's over there. He's in his office, or and so no, like I, I'm in the I'm in actually in the kitchen. Oh, he's in, in the, the kitchen. So, <laughs> so he's like functioning in his life. By the way, people that are listening. Okay, so go um, on. So um and again, we dated for a long time, and uh, and then uh, Dian took a job in Tokyo. And I fast followed her 
our our parents had never met and we had already been dating for what like eight eight years eight nine years and we were we were together we were cohabitating it was it was fine um and then i i i moved i went over to, to tokyo and and followed followed d um and our parents met without us <laughs> oh there you go <laughs> so so uh, um and it was it was d's mom and and her father and 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 my mom and and uh my dad and we just kind of sat on the edge like going what's gonna happen what's gonna happen um but and, and you know uh it, it was a it was a detroit uh jersey marriage made in heaven there you go um but what but what i was uh what thank you d for for bringing this back I, I just I just got this camera repaired um, from uh, uh, D's grandfather, and it's a Polaroid SX70 model oh, that. A. That's yeah. awesome. Um, and um, everybody was really um, worried about Hank McCloskey because he was you know old school. Yep. And he was my best friend <laughs> i kid you not he when i first met him gave up hand to hug it was the best thing in the world that's awesome and uh yeah and it blew everyone's mind i love it i can hear d in the background like and she's like everyone is like well you know and Sometimes I think it goes back to what I say at the beginning of this show all the time about it's better to ask questions than um, make assumptions, right? And so, like, hey, you know, it turns out he just needed it to be something that, like, is personal and someone that he loves loves you, right? And He didn't know know me. it 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 was a general and a genuine feeling of welcome to the family. Which is so awesome. Yeah, it was. It was again, and then he, we were, we, he was teaching me all his polka moves in the kitchen that day. I okay. <laughs> I would the, like to see that. It was the best. It That's the awesome. Best. And the reason, like, and I just, I just recently got this camera repaired, and and he gave it to me, or uh, his, uh, my, um, his, his son, you know, my Your father-in-law. father-in-law. Yeah, he gave me his camera, and it says, "I'm I'm pointing to the camera for you." But yeah, M. M. McCloskey. That's and, amazing. And uh, he was a photographer. He was uh, he he worked on the line in Detroit. And again, and then our families got together, and all I did was talk cars and cameras and right. birds. Well, I mean, and that's just how it is. So, okay. So this is sort I know, it was of, a lot. That was a lot. to digest. No, no, no. But I, I like that's the point. Like at the end of the day, you know, like it's I mean, that's kind of what this whole thing. Why I had you on? Because it's like you find your person and, you know, it's like your family is going to either be like cool with it or not. And you just have to sit on the sidelines and go, how's it going to go? And hope for the best. And, you know, um, it usually goes better than people think. 
I find. And I, wow. you know, my my big regret is that I didn't take that risk. I didn't give my family like the benefit of the doubt. And so, you know, then you move forward and, you know, my kids, I'm like, date whoever you want. Do whatever you want. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm like, great. And and that is something that, you know, I'm like, I have learned that, you know, the heart wants who the heart wants. And so, you know, great, do your thing. Um, and so then that brings me around to how dating is like my kids are 20 through 27 as of hey. today. Yeah. Uh, Annie's birthday. And your kids are younger. Yes. Um, uh, 14 and 12. Right. So, you know, like when I see um, what like the kids and, and like the kids today and how they're dating and, you know, like our 27 year old and how she meets people and what it's like and versus, you know, how you and I hung out. I mean, we were younger. It was high school. But generally, like, things have changed, and it's yeah. a different world. And I can't decide if I'm just old or if everything's changed that much. Yeah, I don't – yeah, I, 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 have, I have a lot of <laughs> – I have a lot of, uh, uh, like, you know, acquaintances and friends that, that are younger or that are young and single or – and that – like and I I say young as in like ten years younger than me and 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 so on. I don't, and I'm gonna be an old man shaking my fist at clouds, but I don't know how, <laughs> what they do. What? How? Oh, what? Huh? And huh? Right. So you you need an app for that? I mean, really? Do you need an app for that? It's. <laughs> It's so I don't I like that's when I throw my hands up. I don't I don't I don't know. I, I would I, I I try to talk to people. I'm very uh, approachable person. Not that I'm going out to talk to people, but I'm like right. But I mean, can't generally, you, can't you just talk to somebody? <laughs> right. Well, and it's it's terrible to say this. You know, on Valentine's Day, you know, I'm on with like I'm on with my first boyfriend, and I'm like, hey, I, you know, I have joked to Pete. I'm like. You know, if something happens to you, like, I think I'll be very good at dating because I <laughs> I love going out and I take after my mother. I flirt with man, woman, child, dog, cat. Like, I just if if, you know, like flirting, but with no intention except to connect with somebody and like just connect and have a conversation. I mean, I'll talk to like anybody. Eric knows. Right. Poor Eric is like, oh, my God, would you shut up? Um <laughs> he's shaking his head but it's tr like i just will talk to people and you're that way too i mean all of the different uh things that you say yes to i see you on facebook and all of the the groups that you're a part of and the hobbies that you have and the interests that you pursue and the things that you and d do with the kids like you're all over the place and yet having parents that believe in personal connection I don't know if it's enough for this next generation of kids. Yeah, that that may be. That, that's that's a question I, I I really can't answer. I mean, we you know again, you know our our oldest is is just a freshman in high school, and we're like, hey, 
hey, go, go, <laughs> go, go forth. Right. And it's, and it's, and it's, and, and, and it's always like, you can't force, you can't force someone to do someone that something that they're not in. in well, careful in, what in, you in, wish in, for. I, I know you can't. And then it's always like, a it's always like a, a pullback, you know, it's like, hey, like, let, let's, and, let's just, yeah. I mean, cause yeah. my mom, yeah. I'll, I'll call out mom. Mom used to say to me, <laughs> like, hey, go to the dances at Lawrenceville Prep. So I went to a private all-girls Catholic school. It was like, go to the all-boys, I don't think it was um, Catholic, but prep school. And, you know, it was like, hey, go hang out with, you know, those guys and go to those dances. And it was like, so you want me to be treated terribly and have somebody try to get me drunk or offer me drugs and take advantage of me. That sounds hideous. But parents don't know, right? Because mom's experience was like she went to dances with my dad or with somebody else because she and dad were on a break, which really meant she broke up with him on a Friday night so she could go to the dance. Um, and it was like a good time. And so for her, that was a big part of her social life. For me, it was like, these like you're pushing me into harm's way and i don't want to do that right and like honestly brian's a safer option <laughs> like you were like you were drinking or smoking like the only thing you were doing is skateboarding where you weren't supposed to um and so it was a lot different and so it's hard the advice that you give to your kids because the the perspective that you have of what it was like when you were younger is different right Right. No, I, I, and, and this is something that's, that's, that's bubbling to at least our surface, um, where, where, um, relationships and connections and, you know, being, being safe, um, knowing when to say, no, I don't feel safe and, 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 and leaving the situation that those are really important lessons to teach. So I have a hack for you. Okay, give, give it to me. Is it does I have to, do I have to download it or no? To, no. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So here and everybody listen to this. If you have younger kids, so if your kids are in a situation that they are like, I don't want to be in this situation, right? I um, I used to have the kids, and they only had to do it. I think maybe it happened twice. I would tell them, text me the phrase, "Do I have to?" Because then, like, if somebody looked at their phone or whatever it is, like, it doesn't matter. Nobody's going to look that far. But if they sent me the phrase, do I have to, it meant, like, call me. I want to get out of here. And so then I, like, called immediately. And it was like, you know, fill in the blank died. I need to come and get you. And so it was an out for them. And so giving them an out that still keeps them cool um, and sort of throws you under the bus. It's it's a good way oh, to give them 100%, that out. 100%. You know, uh you know, I will I'll be that I'll be that parent to walk through the room and say you're coming home. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. But I, but I like but I like I like that. That again, that yeah, that say it says it says face I like I like that. Well, it's just it's one of these things like I used to say to the kids, like, look, you know, well, my kids joke that like their way of rebelling against us would actually be to like go out and drink or get stoned or like break curfew because 
I was always under the assumption that they were going to do any of these things. And so my rules were always like, you know, if you're going to do this, you can't like if you're going to drink, you cannot drive and you can't do this. Mm -hmm. Like they were like, you were. We can't surprise you like you kind of are aware of anything that can be done. And I think you're that way, too. Right. And so when you're aware of all the different like angles that your kids can take, it's like, you know, it's going to take a lot to maneuver me here. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, they're they're My kids were like, the only way to rebel is to actually like not go out and be home on time and stuff. Um, and I just I felt like they needed to save face, you know, like they weren't ready yet, but they you don't necessarily want to burn bridges and whatever. And so it was a way for them to like save face and, you know, still have the option. If they wanted to do something later on. Of course, of course. I mean, I, I was I was not the most popular person in in, uh, in school. So, what? You know, it, <laughs> no, far from it. <laughs> oh, that, everybody knew you sar- though. Was that sarcastic? Oh yeah, of course they did. But but you know, it it it's it's one of those things where you're like, you want, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> so I was like, how how can I say the unspoken thing? I nah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, get, I get it. Okay. So it's, so it's an interesting thing. I mean, you know, like how it was when you and I met in high school, like that's where your son's headed. And, you know, and that's a good thing because at least the kids are in school together and they interact and that kind of thing. And then they enter their twenties and like college, they may connect there, but more and more kids are finding that college is not the only route for them. Um, I was talking earlier about my family dinners that I do with a group of friends and, you know, all of us have at least one kid that is exploring a alternative method to the go away and live at school for four years and be done in four years type uh, situation. And, you know, that's a pretty high percentage. Um, And so it it looks a little bit different. So then, you know, when you're in your 20s, like trying to connect with people, um, especially post-pandemic, like our son, Will, he works in uh, San Jose and lives in San Jose. He's primarily remote. Like, how is a 23-year-old supposed to meet anybody remote? Um yeah, I, I, again, I'm, I, I'm in, I'm in San Francisco and I, 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 I work remotely, but the office is, um, a 20 minute bike ride down the hill <laughs> and, right. and I go into the office and it's, it's empty. And, uh, uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah, but you're married. You don't have to worry about it. You're not 23. I know, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to put my, my, my brain into yeah, the people that I do see in the office and I'm like, Hmm, yeah, where are, wait, what? Oh, you're, you, oh, you're here to escape your roommates. That's right. what you, that's <laughs> well, you're and for here. snacks, like, <laughs> yeah. honestly, like you're here, you're not here to meet anybody. Cause there's nobody here. <laughs> Right. Like, and that's the thing that makes me laugh is that, you know, every once in a while he'll go into work and, you know, he's like, well, there's like snacks and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I'd go in for snacks. Like, I totally get that. That's fair. Um, Yeah. So that kind of makes me chuckle. Um, And now here we are. So how long have you and Dee been married? Uh, We were married in 2006. And I can't do the math. August. (laughs) 
okay. And we and we did, and then we were dating for ten not ten years, nine years, nine years. Yeah. Twelve twelve years? It's debatable. It's debatable. I'm, I'm getting. Oh, I love it. Oh, wait, I'm like, give no, her the headphones. We, Let me we talk were, to no, her. We were we were engaged for two because everyone's getting married that year, and then we're like, no, nah, this is gonna be our year. It's gonna be our year. Nice. And so then we just we just made it long. So we, um, uh, long time. I I love it. Like I love answer. the fact that she's like, <laughs> uh huh. And so how do you find, uh, you know, like, so Pete and I celebrated 30 years last June, so it'll be 31. And thank you. Thank you very much. Um, so, you know, like, it gets to, like, I'm sure your relationship has changed and evolved. And so, like, having your Valentine be the same Valentine for however many years, like, yeah, she she uh, she called me out because um, we, um, I, I I I thought we had an agreement for no Valentine's ish, but then she 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 gave me some jelly beans, which were the best thing ever. <laughs> oh, he is groveling right now. <laughs> he is totally groveling. I love it. And a and a card, and I was like, oh, I thought we agreed. Yeah. Okay. Haven't you learned that even if the woman agrees, I know, like, I know, oh. I know, I know, but we went out to lunch. That's why I was late. We had a nice lunch. Nice. Well, uh, yeah. In, in our, our, um, Japan district in San Francisco. Nice. But yeah, we, uh, yeah, yeah. She, yeah. She, uh, she out, she always out, she always outdoes me. Of course I'm, she I'm does. Like, look at me. I'm look. I'm like, I'm I know. Nice. I'm like, Hey, look, give look, her look. the headphones. I want to ask her some questions. <laughs> No. <laughs> well, so I I know you're like no, that's not happening. Um but I I'm, I'm sort of like I don't know about her and I don't know about you, but like do you find that are you more outspoken about like what you want and the time that you want to spend with her or are you less? Like have you sort of like stopped fighting the fight? Um, just some more clarification on that. Well, so. like, so I have been, you know, like Pete and I, we, we go out on a date like every Tuesday night, uh, with the tonight being an exception, of course, since we're celebrating Annie. Um, and you know, lately, thank you with all the therapy that I've been doing, like date night, it starts out great. And then it ends out like with me, like crying in the garage, talking to him, like sharing all of my deep innermost thoughts. And he's kind of like, what is going on? Like... <laughs> You know, and so that is a new side of me that I'm, you know, like goes back to my stasiism, right? I'm no longer stuffing stuff down. And it's not even stuff about oh, yeah. him. Like it's stuff that I'm going through. And he's sort of like, huh, so we're doing this now. Like you're feeling feelings. This is new. Um, so like, do you guys continue to grow and evolve in that way? Um. Yeah, I mean, and now I mean, I don't want to pull her in, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean, with 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 every long relationship, yes, you've been married for, again, equally number of years, and it's it, it yeah, it's it's getting, it's get it's it's making sure that you don't feel comfortable enough just to everything oh now it's monday now it's tuesday now it's right. wednesday now it's thursday now it's friday now it's and then it's monday again right um yeah, it's um, kind of getting interesting 
I mean, you guys still have kids that are younger, so you. Yeah, so we're we're. I mean, are we? Yeah, we are not empty nesters. Yeah, for you just a wait. Long shot <laughs> for a long shot, but um, um, yeah, I uh, we're 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 we're. I think we're in a different phase um, than than you uh, and Pete are. So yeah, um, I mean, but it's it's i'm not i'm gonna be honest it's 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 not easy it's it, all no. relationships all relationships are hard you know whether whether they're your your significant other whether they're your your close friends your near friends or you want to be your parents yeah. like it's it's, I mean. it's work it it takes work to to keep um a relationship healthy and they go they go they go up and they go down and the ones that then they go down and you bring them back up that's really that's really satisfying cuz when when you can when you can actually have a friend to have a fight with and then come back mm-hmm. and still be friends that's 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 beautiful well and i think you just said a key element there um about friendship like at the end of the day when i have something that i want to share that's exciting or frustrating or whatever like my go-to person above anyone else is Pete and you know so uh being married to a best friend is great because like you know they're not going to go anywhere and what you described about you know the ups and downs and everything it reminds me of the grandmother in the movie Parenthood and uh for those of you old enough to remember the movie Parenthood Stephen Martin um yes and the the grandmother talks about how you know when i was a young woman you know um my friends all liked to go on the uh merry go round but it was boring and i didn't get to see anything and she's like i liked the roller coasters because there were ups and downs and it was more exciting and she was essentially giving steve martin's wife advice um, about like their relationship and uh, and that's exactly what you're talking about you know the the fact that uh, even if there's a down there's going to be a lift up you just got to wait for it sometimes and you got to work for it fun, real, fun, real funny fact I saw that movie in the theater somewhere in Missouri on a cross-country trip just because we were bored it was a good movie yeah, it, it, but I, I I remember that I and that when you were like oh and it's like yes the roller coaster scene yeah yeah and... yeah oh whatever I mean you <laughs> I know. love it I love it I love it hey always taking bits of wisdom from places um anyway of course we're running out of time any uh anything you want to share before we have to go maybe um, you want to say happy Valentine's Day to your wife uh, <laughs> happy Valentine's Day D <laughs> yo. She's like too little, too late. <laughs> no, no, got a heart. Love it. There you um, go. No, I, 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 I would say honestly, real quickly. Um, I mean, everyone just—it sounds corny, but just be good to everybody. You know, it's yeah. We, we, we're living in a in a time where people are so jaded. I mean, it's just like just slow down and yep. slow down and. Not to smell the roses, but at least don't s- tromp on them. Right. Be curious. <laughs> yeah. Every, day. Every day. Thank you, D. Every you day. 
just yeah just just slow down it, it's 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 gonna get better it, it will at, at some point and we're all we all have to strive to make it better i love it such good advice uh thank you for being my guest i really appreciate it um happy valentine's day to you <laughs> old valentine you. and to your lovely family and uh hey everybody stay connected out there and you know be curious keep an open heart mm-hmm.